Hey everybody, you've reached the Mayfair Podcast. I'm Eric. And this is Josh. It is Tuesday, October 25th, 2022. Still not Halloween, although, no wait, how does this... Oh yeah, so it won't be Halloween yet, even when you listen to this. But if you then, listen to it right away, yeah. Yeah, so you'll still be okay. And then it'll be... And then also, I keep forgetting until you post these. So this is the 399th podcast, Which I is bonkers. Or 398, something like that. I yeah. think the next one is 400, which means nothing. We, like every We time, will be doing nothing yeah, special It's like sometimes I'll remember the 150 or 200, whatever, those types yeah. of ones. And then we really don't do anything. But It's always like, <laughs> I don't know, why is 403 any less impressive than 400? Yeah, 444 would be fun. But again, nothing. People like zeros. <laughs> yeah. And fives. Emily hates those. She Like when she leaves or does her alarms or whatever, she will not do like 9, 930. She oh, will yeah. never, ever. She'll do 902 or something like that or 636 or whatever you know and i'm like i kind of get it i don't i don't really care personally and then oh and also that leads into a good thing so i got her christmas or her hanukkah present i guess it's actually coming today i'm able to pick it up so if this is a weird this is a quick side story but basically long story short she really likes the magic bag you know those you heat up the bag oh, yeah. and all that so like usually it's you know downstairs we have to go down well we usually me go down and they have to do it and it's like all these elaborate numbers like like i just said 58 and then turn it and 23 and then turn it and like just these weird numbers i have to remember it used to be two numbers now it's three i don't like that anyway and so she was like i really want to get a microwave for the bedroom for the magic bag and i was like that's insane like we're not getting a second <laughs> microwave just for magic bag that's madness it's so dumb and such a first world thing but then I was like, the more I thought about it, I was like, that's what she really wanted. And inevitably, like, I mean, we're not getting younger. As lazy as it sounds, I was like, okay, well, I mean, if that's what she really wants and it saves time and whatever, you know, if you wake up in the middle of the night, maybe you just want a quick zap. I don't know. Plus, I can make a burrito in bed. It's all good. So I have actually gotten her one. She doesn't know this yet. And it actually came today. I'm going to give it to her early so she can, you know, she doesn't have to wait till late December to enjoy Magic Bag and I don't have to keep going downstairs. But it's a cool green retro looking one. It's pretty small. It's going to go in the closet. It's absolutely absurd. But yeah, so that's... Uh, that's I'm waiting for this to go horribly wrong. I've I'm, never heard of somebody with a microwave in their bedroom. I know, and it, it sounds so weird and I, I still kind of think it's a bit dumb. But I mean, is it a waste of money if it's what she really wants? I guess not. I, I can't know. wait for you to hit the next level of sloth and you'll be <laughs> in bed and you'll move the microwave so it's close enough that you can just like oh boy beep beep boop with like a dialing <laughs> wand you know you can press yeah. it from bed and well that's the thing too like because i was like well i don't want it just plugged in all the time that's insane that's just yeah. that's a bad plan that's got to be a consideration i don't even know how long the cord is this thing might blow up in my face they're not long yeah you'll have to get a big extension cord uh, maybe and there's uh, so anyways it's fine it's fine the point is i didn't really know what i was gonna get her anyways and that's something she really wants and i found a really cool small one and so i was like all right this is stupid but whatever you're like so you get one less gift at hanukkah now yeah so you're like that's eight times of a gift basically i can't top that you know and and i mean i get inevitably it is saving me some heartache i suppose I, I don't mind walking down and then waiting and going back up and then walking back down i mean it's you know i don't love it but i don't mind i always imagine that I got you a Nintendo controller, <laughs> and then the next day be another Nintendo controller, and then it would be a game, and then it would be the Nintendo. And or like, not. Or not, That's yeah. even better yeah. if it's not the Nintendo. <laughs> like, that's it. That's all you get. Yeah. It's, I don't know. I kind of find it to be like a bit of a whack gift. I don't know. It's what she wants. To me, I'm just like, wow, if you gave me like a second microwave for Christmas, I'd be like, wow, what are we even doing here? At least give me an air fryer or something. This memory just came to my head, but once somebody came in, and they had smuggled in food. <laughs> what? And they walked up to me with a little container of food. Oh, no. And said, 
do you guys have a microwave? Um, how did I know that's where this was <laughs> going? I remember just, he might as well have asked me if I had some heroin on me. Like, it yeah, was yeah. just so bonkers. And I was like, one, you've just snuck in food. It was just, you don't even bother. At that so point, much going on. Yeah. Was Can like, you open my beer for me? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, right. Do you have uh, any kitty litter? I brought a couple cats with oh, me. Oh, jeez. That's, that's, I wouldn't even, I don't know if a cat's is sneaking in food for me because I like kind of work here, so it's allowed. Yeah. And I just, you know, I would hide it anyway. I wouldn't make it obvious. But even me, I'm not microwaving. I could do it. But I'm not microwaving. But this doing person that? just didn't think that was wrong. <laughs> it would smell like, also. Like, oh, would yeah. it not? Yeah. That's the biggest thing when people smuggle in food. A while ago, a while ago, it was like... <laughs> like eight Mc- years from... It was like McDonald's. And yeah. it was like somebody is eating a Big Mac <laughs> within the vicinity of me. When you sneak in food, the biggest thing is just clean up after yourself. Yeah, yeah. Especially if it's if you can't afford to buy a Coke and you have snuck in a can of Coke, just take the can with you. Don't leave the Coke for us to clean yeah. up. And afterwards. open it during a loud part. Do it, yeah, you know, do come it on. the quietest part. That... <laughs> It ha- I don't know if you noticed. It definitely. It happened during Nosferatu. There was a there was like two or three in the same thirty second period, yeah. and I was like, "You're not even trying." And to be fair, there's a band playing some loud music, but nonetheless, it's a silent film. And they waited for a lull in the music, and also I don't know if you noticed this. It was with 20, 30 minutes left in the movie. Yeah, it wasn't even you know maybe like twenty minutes in or something. That's what I found impressive. I was like, "You're just opening your drink now, like it's almost over." If I didn't have such respect for the band and cinema, I was almost just gonna go, "Oh come on!" Like really loud. <laughs> yeah, and I, that's the other funny thing. When I know that you're in the thing, yeah, the cinema, you and Gwen, you know, I'm like, we're all experiencing this. We all know what the deal oh, is. Oh, it's like, so good. On. That was jammed, though. That was a crazy... Uh... It was so fun. So I was here helping out on Friday night and then came to watch on Saturday night. It was essentially sold out. I think yeah. technically Saturday might have been like 322, but it was essentially two packed shows. Mm-hmm. The band, which... It's so funny. Some people online were like, I can't find any information on this band. Yeah. It's because they are a new band. They formed Death Ships to perform for Nosferatu. That's insane. It was great. Someone thought that it was going to be a folk group as if that would be a bad thing. And I was like, that might be even more fun. Like, who <laughs> yeah. even, I would watch Nosferatu with a folk soundtrack. I've never heard that. I would want a hip hop soundtrack. I could. I'd I would be into that. Some kind of crazy electronic guys in robot masks yeah. soundtrack. Synthwave would yeah, obviously yeah. work. That's the new thing, the new old thing. Oh, it was so good. And somebody asked so good. about it not technically being black and white, but it was multicolored really yeah and back then that was a thing you see that on a lot of old classic films that was the equivalent of 3d back then we're like wow we've got this is yellow for five minutes <laughs> and that was the closest they could do to colorization didn't we watch a like a mars movie like that where it was red for a bunch yeah. of parts and you're yeah, like yeah. okay this doesn't mean you're on mars i <laughs> yes. get what you're trying to do here but it's actually distracting so that was great and so the next one is coming up november 5th and that's house of usher with the crazy abstract film tagged to the front of it yeah no, I, I was hyping that up in the line i ran in and got our seats then my friends bought their tickets and came in and then my last friend came in last yeah and then so i waited in the line with him because i don't know i always feel bad just like even though i've already been in there i could just jump the line and go in i was like i'm not gonna make him wait alone like <laughs> it feels weird and so and luckily like it was a bit a little after 9 30 but you know things were pretty jammed so we were sort of delayed at the yeah, start yeah. which was nice we were going through and then there was a dude in front of us in line who was like a little 
eccentric seeming like okay. like i don't know just i don't know he had a he had an aura maybe i would say not not a bad guy or whatever but definitely see i like i was like okay i can't tell where this conversation is going but anyways we were talking about the shows or whatever and just black and white movies silent films and i was like oh yeah you know they're they're playing a couple of more you know on the on the fifth and there's a show on the sixth whatever trying to hype it up and then he was like oh if you guys speaking of silent films have you ever seen the passion of joan of arc which i guess is like 1928 or something yeah. like that and we were both like, oh, no. And he's like, that's the only movie that I would consider being the greatest picture ever made. Or, well, I don't think he said picture. I wish he had. But right. the movie. I'm like, okay. Like, that's high praise. And he was like, I was crying throughout the movie. It was so perfect. And be- and he's like, hyping. I'm like, Man, I'm sure that movie is great. But yeah. I was like, wow, you have so hyped this movie yeah. instantly. <laughs> and just, and it was, it's cool. Like, I love that reaction. But I was just like, there's no other movie you've ever seen in your life that you could put in the conversation for greatest movie ever made. Just that one. I guess that's the case. And I haven't seen it, so I can't judge. Have you but, seen The Goonies? Oh, my God. It was just one of those weird situations where I was like, man, like, I don't, I don't even, this I think guy we've has a story. played all of the silent films that everybody asks us to play. Mm-hmm. It might have been eight years ago, but we've played Joan of Arc and Nosferatu and Hunchback and... Mm-hmm. Dr. Uh, Caligari. Dr. Caligari, Metropolis. yeah. And, and House of Usher coming up. Charlie Chaplin. Buster Keaton. So we've done all those. I'd love to find someone that just no one's ever heard about that yeah. Criterion puts out that's kind of a, a little bit more of a rarity. Because- there was that one. Yeah, there was the one a couple of uh, years ago that I, I I don't even remember much about it now, but we had the live score probably like three years ago. Yeah. And it was... But it was uh, it was like, yeah, it was it was not something I'd ever heard of. And there was like the live band was so good. I don't re- Apparently the movie didn't the make movie much of an impact. The movie escaped you. Yeah. But it was cool because it was one that I hadn't heard of. And it, like I'd been, I said to a few people that night, I was like, even if you didn't want to watch the movie, you could just vibe out and listen to the band. And it's like an hour and 20 minute or whatever concert. I've been guilty of being distracted by that sometimes of just looking down mm-hmm. at the band and being like, oh, cool. There's a band down there. Yeah. And of course, a lot of people are like, do it again. <laughs> and as you might understand, a band writing an original 70 to 90 minute score for a movie isn't easy. No. So we would love to have Death Ships come back again, but it's not going to be in three weeks. It's going to be next year or something like that. No, no. Next Halloween, maybe. It was amazing. They were so good. I just, I kept hearing, well, like the one main theme they kept going back to reminded me slightly of like one of the Star Wars themes, but I think that's just me projecting onto the thing. But yeah, every time I heard it, there was just more to like pay attention to. And they kept going back to the themes and stuff like that. Like it was so, like I've said it before, like, I mean, I'm, I'm a musician myself, but the prospect of sitting down and creating something like that and matching it to music or to the to screen is just absolute bonkers well and i know that i'm a big fan of riff tracks which is a bunch of the alum of mystery science theater mm-hmm. continuing on and riffing on movies they do three different things they either do live events they release movies with their tracks over it on dvd or on you can find them on various places on amazon and stuff like that and they release just audio tracks And I believe the audio tracks, they don't got to pay anybody for those Mm -hmm. because all they're doing is releasing essentially like a podcast that you pay $2 for. Yeah. And it falls under review or parody or news or whatever, all those kind of umbrellas. I don't know how it works, but I think Death Ships could just release what they just played at the Mayfair as an album or as a digital file 
and just say, this is a score to Nosferatu. And if you have Nosferatu on Blu-ray at home, you can sync it up or you could just listen to it. Yeah, that's what Shooting Guns did. They put out the score that they played here yeah. for, for Nosferatu, and they put it out on like vinyl and CD and whatever. And then that was as a bonus, I think, because Nosferatu is public domain, I'm pretty yeah. sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm, I believe they would send you the file of the movie oh, as, as yeah. a bonus kind of thing if you wanted to link it up. Yeah. Both scores were great. I mean, that one, I mean, it's hard to remember now because that's been several years, but I feel like that score was like a little bit darker and Death Ships bit, was a little bit more upbeat. For sure. I think the first one was a little bit more spooky. Yeah. And I think it had more of that kind of old school silent film, scary, warbling saw kind of sound was in yeah. there, I seem to recall. Like a theremin type thing going on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. It was, it was just great. I don't know if it was exactly the same both nights or if they just do their best and fill in gaps and you don't notice because <laughs> it sounds fine. I'm not sure. But yeah, so everybody go buy tickets and come see House of Usher on November 5th mm -hmm. because if we have back-to-back -back shows that are great like that, it gives us more of an excuse to go that extra effort and find bands and get more silent films and stuff. And then right on the heels of that is Suspiria, which mm -hmm. I don't really feel like we got to go out of our way to plug because nah. I think as we speak, it's probably sold out or is about to sell out. Yeah, last I checked, I think it was like 39 tickets, but that was two days ago. So I don't know. They're going pretty quick. I'm definitely... Oh my god, that was such a great show. I don't know when that was. Jeez, three years ago or whenever they were here. Not here, but uh, in Ottawa. Yeah, yeah. Depending on who you ask, the show review uh, right. is good or bad. But for me, no, it was great. And no offense to Mavericks, which I really like, but it's not the same as a movie theater, let alone uh, you know, 90-year-old movie theater. And it's funny because we had the writer for Goblin. Oh. But I think it's... And it's nothing crazy because in this sense... They are renting the cinema, right? which makes it nice for us, because as much as we want everyone to have a good time, if anyone has a complaint, we're just the cinema. Mm -hmm. We're pressing play on the movie and selling you popcorn. It's not our fault if something goes wrong. Yeah. But our tech guy, who did the tech stuff for Nosferatu and has worked with us before, thank God, because he just replied back and he's like, well, they don't have a blip blorp number five cable. They have this. <laughs> and just to reiterate, you're coming into a cinema, not... A rock and roll club yeah because there's some stuff in their rider like you need a screen that can raise to be above the band Ugh. but i think they are um. picturing an eight by eight screen you uh, know yeah. but if they get here and they don't expect that like they have to have no and we have been in communication with yeah. their people and they're like do you have a parking lot where we can put a bus <laughs> nope we don't have either of those things like yeah. you know we can't fit a bus we don't have a parking lot <laughs> but i'm sure they get this all the time because an event like this in a bunch of towns, they're probably playing at the Mayfairs in yeah. the towns, and then they're playing at a more Barrymore's type club mm -hmm. or a, for here in Ottawa, like Barrymore's isn't what it used to be, but that kind of venue would be, I don't know, the Bronson or something like that, or yeah. like Mavericks. Mavericks is a fraction of our size. It's so. true. Yeah, Barrymore's would work in theory, but they don't, I don't they know don't do what's going anymore. on in that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, as long as you have their bowl of green M&Ms ready for them when they get here. Yeah, I'm there sure was totally nothing like that. They want four chairs to sit in okay <laughs> all right and i'm like okay we can get chairs they and they want armless chairs which i guess would be because they're sitting there playing guitar oh uh, yeah i just got to check worst case scenario i'm gonna go to black squirrel book across the street and be like hey can we borrow a couple chairs yeah yeah armless <laughs> because i think we have four folding chairs but i'm not even sure yeah i'm not clear on that Gotta i mean investigate. I, I do but they're not super comfortable so i don't know yeah it's all you get <laughs> goblin yeah i'm like well we'll figure that out you yeah. think they would bring if I was Goblin, yeah, 
I would just bring four really awesome chairs. Comfortably nice cushiony chairs. Yeah, like director's chairs, that yeah. kind of thing that could like fold up and you but shove them. Are those have arms the... or do they not? I don't remember. I'm not They a have director. arms, but I think there's some you can figure out to be armless. Some kind of stool, we director's stool. Lee is the one who knows about the director chairs, I think. We're not there yet. I could bring my. I have a director chair on my balcony at home, but that's for the cat. Yeah, yeah. You, know, you don't <laughs> want to bring that in. It'll get goblined and whatever. <laughs> yeah. That show's going to be amazing. We were supposed to go, uh, yeah, last, I guess Saturday, we were supposed to go to like Kingston, near St. Kingston or whatever. And then, so we were going to go to uh, Nosferatu Friday. Yeah. Plans got canceled. We got to go Saturday. It was much better. But then she didn't ask me about the follow-up date. And so she was like, oh, we're fine for November 5th, right? And I was like, uh, I don't know. That's uh, the Andalusian dog or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so I'm pushing for us going Friday get that trip out of the way, come Good. back, and then I can go with that. Or I was like, can we just go at like 10 a.m. and then come back at 8 or something yeah, yeah. so I can go? Because I was like, it's a one-night-only thing. You didn't ask. I mean, I get it. It's fine. But I don't know. I guess it's not the worst thing to miss it, but it's just these things, especially when it's one night, it just feels like I feel like a monster not getting to it. Just give her the microwave first Oof. and then be like, can I go yeah. see these movies? I'm setting it up tonight. I'm, I'm going to get home before her and I'm going to secretly set it up and have oh. everything and not say anything. And then she's going to lose her mind. I, She'll I, be I so confused. Like I know. Sweetie, I didn't buy that microwave for you. <laughs> you just go into the closet and she'll hear like, <laughs> beep, beep, boop. Yeah, it's so good. Well, we also have, we're trying to put up a curtain in there with like a telescoping rod kind of thing. And we just, we haven't put it up because she wanted to put shelves in there. But then also wanted a microwave. So I'm like, you can't have the microwave and shelves. This is yeah. already a flaw in your plan. <laughs> yeah. But I might put up the curtain and she'll be like, oh, that's so nice. Put up the curtain. And then you open it like, bam, microwave. She's going to be like, we need to get a mixer for the bedroom <laughs> oh, so I could make milkshakes. <laughs> yeah, it's like, we really need a second toaster oven up there in case we want tasty nuggets. Great. Yeah. One funny thing that happened this week that I almost don't want to talk about because I don't want to encourage this, oh, no. but a very nice local school. I still don't know the exact story, but they were doing something for their band club where they were making a video or taking pictures or something like that. So they asked if they could come by and take some pictures. But it's always a problem because we're so busy. And I was like, well, you can't do it here because we have a movie. We can't do it there because we have a movie. And it ended up they could come right after our church on Sunday and before the next movie started there was kind of like an hour window in there and i was like okay i'll do a good deed i could hang around and they asked to have the lisger band put up on the marquee hmm. so they were ecstatic and i figure doing stuff like this besides just being nice i think it's just like collecting friends and karma for when people come after us and want to turn us into condos or a taco bell or something yeah we have this like extra community of people we've been nice to yeah and they will have our back and yell at people with us at city hall or whatever yeah, yeah. So they came, the kids were hilarious. I was overhearing them and they were just making fun of each other and stuff. And then the photo, you can find it. I retweeted it and they're all standing like real rock stars, <laughs> but holding their saxophones and stuff. Man. So it's a real nice photo. That was our Mayfair good deed of the week. That's sweet. You know, the condos I don't want, but the Taco Bell, I mean, <laughs> gee, I don't know. I want, we still don't know what's moving in next door to us. Could be Taco Bell. I want. It won't be Taco Bell. Stranger things have happened because a few years back, the poor Max Milk burnt down in the Glebe. Yeah. And in its place, I had assumed a Max Milk would go back up, but it's a McDonald's. And I remember being like, ah, all these rich Glebites and snooty high school kids, they're not going to care. Every damn time I walk or bike by that McDonald's, it's packed. Yeah. Every time. So I stood corrected there. So stranger things have happened than our neighbors are going to be KFC and Taco Bell or something. Yeah, there's a Pizza Hut next to the McDonald's too, so I don't know Correct, if yeah. that does well. I'm not sure. I, mean, I think it does. 
I had heard a bar was going to go back in there because there was a bar in there before. The restaurant, it was a good story where luckily they were just like, yeah, we got our money, we're retired. So it wasn't like they were out on the street being like, oh, we wish we could still be a restaurant. I don't know. I don't know. But (laughs) it'll be interesting. I would not mind if we got a shawarma place and a KFC so I can eat vegan KFC burgers from them. Yeah, that'd be good. Yeah, we'll see. We might have a few more. It wouldn't be... I can't imagine it being more coffee shops, but again, <laughs> stranger things have happened. Yeah. Because right here, you can buy coffee at Black Squirrel, then there's a Happy Goat, there's coffee here already. Yeah. But if it was another coffee shop, I would just be like, yep. <laughs> yeah, and, and I'm not going to lie, you know, for Saturday morning cartoons, I did get coffee, outside coffee, and bring it in. Yeah. Not that our coffee's bad, but I'm just, you know. I I'm... think Black Squirrel did well, because I think we sent a number of people over there. And when I see someone coming in with a Black Squirrel cup, I yeah. don't care. Yeah. That's supporting our neighbors. Sure. If they walk in with a McDonald's cup, I'm like, no, come on. <laughs> Big Mac, you know, it's that guy yeah. again. <laughs> I told you you couldn't do that. Okay, so let us mention the movies upcoming for our final bit of Halloween month on Friday, October 28th. Oh, boy. What's the end of this week? Is it November or is, are we still November in? November 3rd. It's the end of this week. Okay, yeah. so this is really, uh, this this is is it. really it. All right. And we're never going to screen yeah. horror movies ever again. It's a damn shame. So we have two new films. One is a French film called Tenor, which is a very kind of Hollywood-style, old-fashioned, odd couple story of a delivery person who is a rapper. Well, all right, all right. Meets up with a high-end, whatever you call Broadway over in France, performer, and she teaches him to sing because she realizes he has a good singing voice and wackiness ensues that, wait does so does she start rapping then too is it like uh i'll teach each of us about our worlds i didn't think about that but she teaches him to become a tenor okay there must be a scene in it where there she tries to, to rap be. there has to be yeah i'll be furious <laughs> if that scene is not in the film <laughs> so that's a popular film from france that we have this week nice then we have a highly acclaimed and much requested film the comedic murder mystery, See How They Run, mm. with the great Sam Rockwell and the oh, great yeah. Saoirse Ronan. Oh, and boy. it looks like just very highly acclaimed, looks just like a fun... It's so funny that murder mysteries have a light side, yeah. but it is a fun comedic murder mystery. It's a funny murder movie. It's hilarious. It's, it, I can't not think about Lady Madonna every time I see this title. It's like, oh, see yeah. how they run. You if know. that's not in there, we'll be furious. Oh my God, honestly, <laughs> it, I can't read that title without getting in my head. And then I'm like, damn it, Josh, stop posting <laughs> about that movie. Then to help wrap up Halloween month and usher in Halloween Encore Month, uh, because it's go. actually playing one day and then two days in November is the X prequel Pearl. Yes. And again, genuinely, talk about highly acclaimed. Yeah. I had no problem finding a whole bunch of four out of four star, five star reviews for this movie. Mm -hmm. And not just from the nerd sites, from what you would call legit film review. Sometimes you can find ones from bloody disgusting or rue morgue or fangoria and you're like well these people like horror a bit better yeah but then when you find those from a bit more of the mainstream newspapers or magazines yeah and this is a really highly acclaimed horror film yeah horse and hound was raving about this film yeah (laughs) (laughs) it's cool because like the thing i find most fascinating is that x was like kind of set in the 70s kind of texas chainsaw ish 
but not quite, you know, it had more to it. But I'm fascinated that this one, I believe, is set in the 30s or possibly the 40s. Or yeah, both. it's like an old-timey Hollywood, beautiful cinematography, yeah. Wizard of Oz-looking thing. And it's from what I understand, it's it's made that way as well. You know, they're not. it's not just sort of a take. They're actually trying to, like, make this kind of like a movie back then with some of the techniques, stuff like that, you know. And it's a very different movie from X, from what I hear. I mean, I still haven't seen it. I've been dying to see this. Well, it was somebody... I might be making this up. It was Rolling Stone or Empire or somebody was like, this is not just the best horror film of the year. It is one of the best movies of the year. So I wonder if it might be one of those like bizarre Jordan Peele things. Does this have a shot at getting a couple of legit awards for cinematography or costume or something like that? Yeah. And I mean, people have been raving about Mia Goth. Apparently she has an eight minute monologue in this movie. That's just a jaw dropping. Did she just get cast in something else? Big shot. Yeah. And I don't. But yeah, I so she don't remember what it was, but she's yes. making her way out into the world. Yeah, and like she is just great in X. I mean, in that dual role, like either one of those roles would have been great, but doing both just in I, a dual role, which spoily, I did not realize was a dual role. No, a hundred percent until after the movie. It's just you know, I didn't really know much about her until X, and and it just seems like it's her and Ty West have sort of a. I don't know who my comparison is. I was, was going to go with Woody Allen, but I'm like, nah, yeah, we can't talk can about probably that do better anymore. than that. But, you know, just having a kind of a muse that you play off of. Like, like Sam Raimi and Bruce Campbell. There you go. <laughs> or like, yeah, Jordan Peele and Daniel Kaluuya, you know, yeah, like yeah, yeah. all that. You know, It's really cool to see a soon-to-be trilogy be three totally different things and all be acclaimed. And all is do... X3 done? I don't think so. But these are so... Pearl was done when X was done. Yeah. So I don't, it may well be done. I, I don't, wonder, I don't know. Is X3 going to be present day or is there? No, it's set in the 80s. It's oh, set cool. in like the Video Nasty era. Everyone of, loves the 80s. Yeah, like I think that one's supposed to be more about the VHS boom kind of thing. Yeah. And that's an even cooler. All this stuff, they're just one 70s, one 30s or whatever, one's 80s. And they're just all totally different, but same character kind of thing. I'm very excited. I think it's so funny that some people are mad about a lot of 80s retro happening now mm -hmm. whether it be stranger things or it or i guess the new pearl movie but you got to realize this is nothing new right remember back in the day when mash or happy days or grease happened that was all retro in the 90s when people were really into swing music and frank sinatra and stuff like that that was all retro so guess what? Like in 30 years, people are going to be retro about 2020. That's just how these things work. And there's some people really mad about the 80s right now. I don't know. As long as they keep on being good, because I don't think it's just me, but I thought Stranger Things was great. And I thought it was great and that they keep doing it. It's just it's people like telling stories of the recent past and it's going to keep happening. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. yeah. So it doesn't surprise me that Pearl would hit the 80s. And they forget that the younger crowd to them, to a 20 year old now... The 80s is ancient history. Mm -hmm. When when I was 20, just like the 60s or 70s is ancient history and now doesn't seem like that long ago. So it makes sense that they're telling these stories of the past in that sense. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, yeah, and the uh, the other thing she's in is uh, the new Brandon Cronenberg, uh, Infinity oh. Pool. That's, I knew I'd read about something, something big. And yeah, that's his follow-up to Possessor, which was amazing. Is it going to be equally Cronenberg-tastic. It looks like he just edited it down to a hard R. <laughs> down to. So I think it was like an NC-17, and I I'm, don't even know what to expect. So I just pictured David sitting beside him at the premiere and just watching someone's head being smashed in and going like, 
Oh, I'm so proud, son. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. I'm, you know, uh, cautious about the offspring of famous filmmakers. Not that they can't be good or aren't going to be good, but just, yeah, it's so much pressure. And, you know, I'm just sort of like, is this nepotism or are you actually good? And then Possessor just blew me away. So I'm like, all right, well... You got yeah. this. <laughs> and then finally this week, another example of we don't really have to advertise this because as we speak, this might be all sold out because earlier today, there might have been one ticket for Friday and one for Halloween. And I think about 15 for Saturday night at midnight. But the Rocky Horror Picture Show is Jeez. making its grand Halloween return. Did you say there's one ticket left for one of the shows? Yeah. <laughs> I think Friday at midnight has one ticket, which is always this precarious thing that happens where... Sure, there might be somebody coming by themselves, or there might be a group of friends, and mm. then say, oh, there's one left. Sometimes that sellout happens where, I don't know, if you ever look at when you're going to a like a concert at a, a hockey arena, you can look at the chart sometimes. Yeah. Or even at the NAC, I've seen this, where you see a smattering of one seats. Beside that is four friends, and besides that is another four friends, and you got one in the middle. Yeah. And I think a lot of times those seats, either they try to sell them, super last minute to uh like the college rush crowd for 10 bucks or whatever mm -hmm. but as we speak we might be sold out because in the hour and a half since i last checked those 15 ish tickets could be gone yeah and then someone was like oh can you tell us when you get more and i was like what? we don't really do that there are refunds that happen up until 24 hours before but if somebody refunds two tickets basically it'll just pop back up and by the time we find that out and then advertise that that happened, they're probably going to be gone again. So it really is like a lotto at that point where check back every six hours and it might pop back up. But Yeah, man, that's crazy. Well, I mean, it's, I don't know. That's kind of the four times numbers, I guess. It's great. Sam was saying we've never done it this fast. Sometimes it goes up to the day of and then it sells out. Mm -hmm. And then even one of the shows might be less just because you run out of steam and one show might still be well attended, but be... 125 people mm -hmm. but if not sold out we're gonna be packed for all those six shows which is so great it just it helps it helps when we can have these pack nights it helps for those little indie films we screen and get three people to yeah. there's always that balance yeah no then that, that's the thing like i mean it's, there's so many slow months in non-pandemic times during the summer kind of stuff and then when you hit october november and december i guess to a degree depending on weather then you know it really it can like no, I don't want to say bail out the whole year, but I mean, it definitely is so oh, heartening yeah. to see like that much success. For well, that's the shows. joke, right? After Saturday morning cartoons, I texted the numbers to Lee that we sold 350 tickets for our 325 capacity <laughs> because as a family of four would leave, another mm. family of four would go in. You're jamming them in there. Just get in there. <laughs> and that's the joke, right? Like, oh, let's just do Saturday morning cartoons every day yeah. and Nosferatu with a live band every night. And we'll be rich. It's the perfect way to do it. But, of course, it doesn't work that way because the crowds wouldn't sustain. You mm -hmm. need that. You hear stand-up comedians or bands talk about that, where they're like, we can go to a city once or twice a year, maybe, depending on the size of the city. But you can't go once a month because you just run out of your crowd. People have other things to do. So keeping live bands to once every few months or an annual thing at Halloween and keeping cartoons to quarterly or so, mm. it makes that anticipation grow. Yeah, absolutely. It's been amazing. Just being in here, part of that electricity almost, you know, is like pretty cool. And I, I expect it's going to be like that November 5th and 6th as well. Yeah, and the weather is holding out. So I'll feel better if there's a bunch of 
people outside in fishnets and bras. Yeah. Because there have been previous years where it was snow on the ground <laughs> and sure. minus 15. And I'd be out there just telling the crowd what's going on, have your tickets ready, whatever. And you see some guy in fishnets and a bra and wig. Yeah. And I would just be like, dude, you could leave your pants on until you're inside. Yeah, you look like you're on Hoth with your uh, big jacket and everything. For sure, yeah. And I always think that. I'm like, leave a coat on. You don't got to display it out here. Yeah. No. So it should be nicer. Knock on wood because yeah. we live in a city where it could be plus 20 one day and minus 15 the next with a tornado in between. So Yeah, we're having a beauty week. Like the I last couldn't believe couple it yesterday. Days. Yeah. It's absurd. So, I mean, yeah, very, very happy. And I think the next couple of days are still good and... But yeah, I never, I never take it for granted because any, any second now it's going to be freezing <laughs> as hell out there. Yeah. So that'll be great. So that wraps up our Halloween month. But then as we joke, it's kind of like people said, what are you doing for your 90th anniversary? And it's like, well, we're always doing special things. So it's kind of hard to do something distinct. But if you look online, you'll see that we've announced a five week countdown to our 90th birthday on december 5th where we're showing five oscar classics on the big screen and then in terms of halloween stuff it's funny just this morning i put the poster online i still haven't social media it but after popular demand we've got terrifier 2 coming up in november it's happening and for people who don't know to me it's so funny because this is one of those things that has broken the mainstream now it used to be one of these things where just weirdos like you and me would hear about <laughs> yeah. it but now it's to the point where i was even asking like emily about it i was like have you have you heard about this movie and i feel weird saying it but have you heard about this movie terrifier 2 and i was like you know people are throwing up and you know passing <laughs> out and she's like oh yeah because I'm just, it has been amazing. Like, I follow Bloody Disgusting and all those guys and all these filmmakers and everything. So, I mean, I, I kind of saw it ground level. And I saw the first Terrifier, which I didn't love. But, like, the character of Art the Clown is very cool. But just this is, like, everything we love about cinema. This little indie doing their best and, like, slowly clawing their way. Into, What's their and, budget, do you know? Is I think it's 250k. That's bonkers. Yeah, and it's already made 5 mil. And then they're going to make a ton of money off of t-shirt and blu-ray sales yeah they have a very loyal audience and well the thing is like it's still it's booked right now in like canada is just getting it like i think toronto there might have been a toronto screening last week and that was like the first one but toronto has it booked or not just toronto but canada has it booked in up to november 18th it will be streaming by then it will be on disc by then but it's already being you know i know there's shows on november 9th november 18th people are clamoring for it and it's why after we finish this when i get home this afternoon i'm gonna social media it Versus my usual routine is to start editing this thing. Yeah. Because I just want that word out there that. For sure. Hey, nerds, remember when you wanted us to play this? We're playing it. Yeah, yeah, and I'll do my part. I was even literally last night, I, I don't know how I end up on these things, but I think the director or someone was like posting about it expanding to Canada or, or, or expanding. And then people were like, where in Canada or is it in Canada? All this stuff. And I would, I had time. I would like yeah. check to see where they're from. A guy was in Montreal and I was like, oh, closest to you looks like this, but it's playing in Quebec on November 18th. And then someone was in Edmonton and I was like, October 28th and 30th. Like for some reason, I was just doing the, the road crew or whatever. Yeah. So ours is the week of November 11th. We don't know the exact dates yet. Okay. Just because it's so complicated that if we would have booked this three months ago but because it's kind of last minute we have to puzzle piece it in with some other stuff yeah but it'll be two or three or maybe four screenings all the late show you know it's yeah, not gonna be a noon show it's pretty long so i'm assuming it's gonna be like an 8 30 hopefully yeah <laughs> sometimes we do what we can if we luck out it's 290 minutes beforehand but sometimes that's the problem with 
most horror movies are 90 minutes. Yeah. Which is great because then you could start them at 9.30 and still be done at 11. Yeah. The rarity is is a two and a half hour, 220 minute, which we are doing tonight with sure. Exorcist and The Shining. Oh, wow. But most movies, you know, most horror movies are, like all the Evil Deads are 80 minutes. Mm-hmm. So hopefully this won't be one of those things where it's high demand and then people don't come because we like it when people can request a film and then they all come to a film and then we can point at that and be like, Oh yeah, see, we can trust people. They actually came after wanting us to screen this. Yeah, no, it's a very, uh, it's an 80s throwback type movie. You know, obviously really gory, but not gross gore, but also kind of like, you kind of laugh gore. Yeah. Like, it's just so absurd that it's not, you know, you're not like, oh my god, this really happened. Yeah. Yeah, so that is our week for wrapping up Halloween week, Halloween month. But as we say, there will be more Halloween in the future, I'm sure. For sure. And you, you said Lee's already booked a couple of Christmas oh, horror movies. Oh, he has. So yeah, we can't say it just yet. But no, no. I think he's booked upwards of three Huge. Halloween, so Halloween yeah. Christmas movies. And this is October. So it's like, who knows? It could be five by the time we get to the end of November. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then we'll have our normal fun stuff of yeah. whatever, Gremlins and Christmas Story. And, and, and maybe, has there been a booking yet for your favorite screening, your holiday screening that you love every year? The Oh, there hasn't. <laughs> oh. I don't know if you want to push the cages on that one, but the Tom Hanks classic. Uh, the Tom Hanks classic. CG masterpiece. Yeah. So we'll see about that one. Maybe, maybe you'll, see, it's oh. good for you though. If they book it, it's good for you as yeah. a businessman. Yeah. If they book it, it's bad for you as a viewer. <laughs> I just wish they would play It's a Wonderful Life or Grinch or Home Alone or anything else. So I was telling the, as my final story, the 19 year old I talk about sometimes who discovers things. So we were talking about the Grinch and I was just talking about how dismayed I am at the Jim Carrey Grinch just because, you know, I grew up with the cartoons. So by the time, you know, that came out, I was just kind of too old for that kind of silliness, I guess. But he grew up with it and he was like, I was scared of the Grinch when I was a kid. Like when it came out, Jim Carrey as the Grinch scared him. And I was like, oh man, that movie sucked. And he was like, what? And it was like, so. And I was like, okay. I was like, I get it. It was your thing. You grew up with it. It's fine. But for me, growing up watching that cartoon, uh, maybe it wasn't for me. Yeah. So, so, but it's great. You know, I love, I love people to have things. You know, younger people have different (laughs) stuff. But I was like, not for me. But now after him, there's the CG feature Grinch, which I thought was pretty good. So that means there's like. Three different sets of I saw it first now. But you said that Benedict Cumberbatch scared you as the Grinch. Nightmares. Is it, it is him, right? <laughs> it I'm is, not, it is. Okay, I was like, yeah. right. So that is our screenings for the week of October 28th. Thanks for listening, everybody. You can check out mayfairtheater.ca for up-to-the-moment new film listings and run all the social media stuff. And we'll see you back here as we leave Halloween month and approach holiday season month yay i guess bye everybody bye bye now to go pick up a second microwave yeah hopefully i can fit a whole pizza in there that's the real test 20th century fox has brought you all kinds of movies but 20th century fox has never before brought you anything like the rocky horror picture show The Rocky Horror Picture Show is wonderfully weird. (laughs) It's fabulously freaky. We are ready for the floor show. The story is strange. I knew he was in with a bad crowd, but it was worse than I imagined. The songs are super. Just a sweet transvestite. The cast is completely crazy. (laughs) 
see the Rocky Horror Picture Show. Rated R. Under 17, not admitted without parents.